Big 11 game slate to talk about here on Wednesday, guys. Before we get into it, though, if you're new, welcome. My name is DK. Again, we'll be talking about the NBA DFS slate. Also make videos for NFL Daily, Fantasy Sports, as well as for Prize Picks. Prize Picks, they are the sponsor of the video. If you guys are not familiar, it is a player prop site. You build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and up to 25 extra money. A lot of different sports. So if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. And if you're looking for more in-depth content, you can check my Patreon uh, DFS packages as well as a prize picks package over there. Um, but let's recap my lineup here tonight. So random blowout still looking like I'm in a cash, but man, the Golden State random blowout really, really hurt. Um, pool, no fourth quarter minutes. Draymond Green, no fourth quarter minutes. Nothing you can do there. Uh, my favorite part about tilting random blowouts, because it was, it was a six-point spread, is the people that are like, oh, it wasn't random. Yeah, it wasn't random. My, my response to that from now on is going to be, all right, show me your ticket then. Show me your Knicks uh, spread ticket then. That, that's literally, that's going to be my response. If they have a ticket, then, I've, then that's it. But if they say it wasn't random and they don't have a ticket on Knicks uh, spread, you can't say it wasn't you can't say it wasn't random then. So uh, going over the rest of my lineup, I was really high on the Heat because we knew they're going to run a tight rotation. They did. Um, I played five Heat. Oladipo was fine. Hayward Highsmith smashed. Max Drew shot one of nine. This guy really, really is pissing me off. Like this is like Gary Trent Jr. esque from last year. He just cannot make a shot when I play him. He never make a shot. Uh, Bam at a bio. This really surprised me. 17% owned at 8.4K against the Bulls without Jimmy Butler. Team basically to him and Hero. Like that's the offense. So I was really surprised how low owned he was. He smashed and they got pulled with a couple minutes to go because of the random blowout there. Um, and then yeah, John Morant uh, has 25 at half. I went to him at low ownership. And then Daniel Gafford was solid. But for some reason, they're closing with Taj Gibson. Woohoo! So that's the recap there. Also, I was, so I took the unders on Conchar and Triple J on prize picks. Those are easy, looking like they're easily going to hit. Paired them with uh, overs on RJ and, and Draymond. You did a couple more from RJ. You did like five, six more from Draymond. That's a blowout to just incinerate my money over there. So fun stuff, guys. Fun stuff. But all right. Oh, and uh, and for the man that keeps making uh, burner uh, accounts of me. Uh, he said that Jared Vanderbilt was a very clear play with Kelly Linick out. Hmm. I wonder why 99% of people faded Vanderbilt then if he was such a clear play there, buddy. So keep making those accounts rent-free. All right. So Milwaukee and Cleveland's the first game here. Uh, Milwaukee, Chris Middleton, doubtful. Uh, Giannis headed to combo. I mean, feels a little bit pricey, honestly, for the way that he's been playing of late. Um, not really the best matchup either. Drew Holiday, 8-4. Fair price on him. Kind of just indifferent. Bobby Portis got his minutes slashed last game. Only played 22. He was not great. Previous to that, though, he had been playing well. He's a fine tournament play. There's just not a lot that stands out for me on Milwaukee. I mean, Brooke Lopez just there. I mean, he had a good game last game with Lopez struggling. Grayson Allen's playable. I, I think we'll probably find better value, though. On the Cleveland side, I think Donovan Mitchell's a pretty good play at 9-1. Um, you know, this game should stay competitive. So I like Mitchell. I don't think he's going to be super popular, but he's the guy at the highest ceiling. The grouping of Garland, Mobley, and Allen are just there. Levert's 4-7. Should see around 30 minutes. He's fine. Kevin Love is still cheap. He did play 24 minutes last game, too. Um, Surprised he only went for 21 fancy points. But he intrigues me for GPP just because he's usually a pretty good point per minute guy, and he's still pretty cheap. Um, Isaac Okoro, 3-5, started last game. 
played 30 minutes. Um, I think I'd rather eat dirt than play Isaac Okoro. So, no, I don't care how cheap he is. I'm not playing Isaac Okoro. All right, Detroit and Philadelphia. This Detroit team rotation, man, is just really pissing me off. It's I'm going to keep it simple. Bogdanovich, Hayes, Ivy, those are the guys with the highest ceiling. I think all three of them play for tournaments. Dern, I think, is the best point per dollar play, but I'm very worried about foul trouble against Embiid. So that's basically it. Um, there is blowout risk here, too. So these guys may, might only play three quarters. Tough to feel good about anyone there on the Philadelphia side. I like the ceiling and Embiid and Harden if you can afford them. But again, there is some blowout risk here. Nothing else really stands out for Philadelphia. So moving on to Indiana and Boston. Um, Pacer side, bit of blowout risk here, too, playing on the road against Boston. But if the game stays competitive, it's probably because it, probably going to be because of Halliburton and Miles Turner. Um, you know, both these guys do have ceilings, but again, both more tournament plays. Field and Mathern are just there. There's just nothing that stands out on the Pacer side. On the Boston side, so Grant Williams and Marcus Smart status up in the air. If Marcus Smart's out, I think uh, Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White are solid values. They would see extended minutes. Brogdon, good point per minute guy. Derek White, really, really cheap at only 3-9. So those guys could be potential values here if Marcus Smart's out. And then Tatum and Brown are just tournament-only plays for me. Toronto and New York. So Toronto, Garrett Jr. status up in the air. Um, last game, I mean, you saw a lot of run for Siakam, Van Fleet, Barnes, OG, and you saw Chris Boucher actually play more with OG Ananubi back like 30 minutes. Um, he's always someone that intrigues me for tournaments, but his minutes fluctuate. Like you can very easily get a game of Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher only plays 15 minutes. I've been playing Siakam a lot. Finally fade him with basically a fully healthy team and one of the worst possible matchups because for 68 fantasy points. So woo. Yay for Pascal. Um, Siakam, Van Fleet, both playable. Um, but that's about it for Toronto on the New York side. Basically the same thing I said uh, tonight, except, you know, not as good of a matchup. But Randall, Brunson, Barrett, they should play a ton if the game doesn't randomly blow out. Uh, Mitchell Robinson has the ceiling. We say he's out of foul trouble. Grimes is a totally fine play in the mid-range. He should see low 30s minutes. But Cleese fine for tournaments. Um, so basically it's like the same breakdown for the Knicks. Uh, Chicago and Atlanta. Chicago, it's the same thing too. Like, I'm literally a broken record with Chicago. Vucevic, Levine, DeRozan. I have interest in all three. Off to prioritize one. They all look relatively similar. I like the matchup. I think if this game stays competitive, at least one of those guys will have a good game. Good luck trying to figure out who it's going to be, though. So that's the tricky part with Chicago. Pat Williams, Alex Russo are fine values. I would guess we probably get better value opening up throughout the uh, day tomorrow. But Williams should start, should see low 30s minutes. Alex Russo should start, see like mid-20s minutes. They're both playable. On the Atlanta side, no Capella. Last game, they started the small ball lineup, though, with John Collins at the five. They limited Collins' minutes, though, only played him 20 minutes. So, like, I don't really know what to make of the situation. We'll see. If Okongu starts at the five, I think he's a good play. If they start Collins again, he's on a limit, then it kind of just makes both those guys like neutral plays. Ray had a huge game with DeJounte Murray back, but I don't think we can expect that again. McDonavich stayed in the starting lineup, played 35 minutes, but didn't have the same usage playing alongside Trey and Murray. Um, so... Yeah, we'll keep an eye on the starting lineup. If Okongu starts, I like him. If he doesn't, then there's not much that I like. Uh, Golden State and Brooklyn. So, uh, a lot of guys out here for Golden State. Uh, Clay Thompson already confirmed out. We'll see about the status of DiVincenzo and Green, who were rolled out today. Um, but assuming everyone is out, obviously there is a bit of blowout risk here. I would assume the spread, if all these guys are out, would probably be Brooklyn close to like 10-point favorites or so. Um, but yeah, Jordan Poole's 8-2. I mean, he would be the entire offense. I like his ceiling a lot. And then Moses Moody should start. It might start like Ty Jerome too, or start like a bigger lineup with like Kaminga. But 
if all these guys are out, you would see Poole, Moody, Draymond, Looney, and then one of either like Kaminga or Lamb or like Ty Jerome start. But um, yeah, there would be a good amount to like. Maybe Draymond would get rested too, just because it's back to back. We'll see. Um, but yeah, Moody started, um, played 32 minutes. Not going to be super productive, but without Clay Thompson, he should get more shots up. Ty Jerome should get more minutes and more shot attempts as well. Um, so it'd be a good amount to like here for Golden State if all these guys are out. But obviously, there is a bit of blowout risk. Um, moving on to Brooklyn. So Durant, Kyrie, 10 5, 8 8. I think I give the edge to Kyrie over KD. Just for the salary relief, Kyrie's been playing pretty well of late 60, 55, 46, 44, and 52 fancy points. Um, ben Simmons is 6.2K. Minutes have fluctuated a bit on him 23, 32, 25. So, like, if you told me that Ben Simmons is going to play 30 plus minutes, I would like him. But right now, the minutes seem to be a little bit up and down. Nick Claxon, 6K. He should see mid 20s minutes, more of a tournament play. Royce O'Neal should see a lot of minutes, but feels priced about right. Seth Curry's minutes have basically been dwindled down to almost nothing. So uh, let's move on to Portland and Oklahoma City. So Portland, a lot of these guys probable. My boy Nurkic is questionable. If Nurkic misses, you should see Drew Eubanks start. If he does, I think he's a pretty good value in both formats. Played 32 minutes last game. You'd most likely get Watt for playing the backup five. He did not play well uh, last game, but he would play the backup. Winslow could play a bit of small ball five as well at 3-5. And then look, I like the ceiling on Dame at 10-6, but price point feels about right. Um, Simons, Grant, Hart with Lillard there is kind of just different plays. So, but Oklahoma City, I played Shea uh, last t- last slate for the first time in a while. Uh, he started the game like two of twelve. Did salvage that one for fifty two fancy points. Again, no giddy. Um, he's gonna run the offense. It's a good matchup. I like Shea. The rest of the Thunder, good luck, man. If you want to play Dort in thirty minutes, sure. Williams, Pokashevsky, these guys do have ceilings, but minutes can fluctuate. Production can fluctuate. Um. Henrich Williams has played like 30 minutes back-to-back games on the bench, but he could very easily like DNP tomorrow and I would not be surprised. Isaiah Joe probably sees okay minutes on the bench. It's just, I hate this team. I really, really hate this team. Eugenia Morier probably sees rotation minutes. He probably sees some rotation minutes from Mike Muscala. Man's in the G League, but Aaron Wiggins should see rotation. It's just like, ugh, don't like talking about this team. I really, really don't. Dallas, Minnesota. Like the ceiling on Luka at 12-6 if you feel comfortable with enough of the value. If there's no Dwight Powell, last game we did see Christian Wood start. Played a lot. Um, I know the price point's not cheap, but I think it would be a solid play here if there's no Powell and he starts again. Nothing else really stands out for Dallas on the Minnesota side. So no Cat, <clears throat> no McLaughlin. Um, Anderson, Prince, and Gobert's status is up in there. If they're all out, I mean, I have no issue going right back to Nas Reed. It's still way too cheap for a price point, so would really like Nas Reed. Anthony Edwards had a really good game in a tough matchup last game. He's played well recently, but he's been up and down, more of a GPP only play. D'Lo, 7-5. Again, maybe just more for tournaments. I don't love the matchup here. Uh, if there's no slow-mo in a well, McDaniel should play a bit more. Austin Rivers probably sees a good amount of run. Um, probably 37 minutes last game. So I guess if all those guys are out, he's playable. But God, I really don't want to play Austin Rivers in 2022. I, I really don't want to do that. And Orlando and Houston. So we had two bad teams going up against each other. Um, this one could be an appealing game here. Um, Franz Wagner's chat is also up in the air. So we'll start with Bancaro at 8K. You know, he's been a bit up and down, but I like the matchup for him. He should play mid-30s minutes. Mo Wagner, if he stays out of foul trouble, probably sees 25 to 30 minutes. I think he's a pretty good play. Markel Fultz, we've seen that ceiling from him. Again, he's been up and down, but he's gone for 40-plus now two of the last four games. I like him and GPPs. Well, Anthony, minutes have kind of trended down, but he's playable. Uh, Bull Bulls, minutes have trended down. 
Um, Mo Bamba should see the backup five run. He's fine. Terrence Ross will see rotation minutes, but it's mainly Bancaro, Bo Wagner, and Marco Fultz that I've interested in. On the Houston side, this team's been pretty disappointing of late. The minutes and Sangoon have not been great. I know there's been some blowouts, but he's he's a solid GBP play. Green and Porter have also been disappointing, but like their ceiling in tournaments. Jabari Smith should see over 30 minutes in competitive games. It's basically the main four guys. And then Eric Gordon at 3-5. It's cheap. He's going to play around 30 minutes. He's playable. But that's it. Now, Lakers and Sacramento, this is a pretty appealing game. Joe Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook questionable. Austin Reeves doubtful. LeBron probable. So LeBron... Team to himself, great matchup. I think he makes for one of the best spin-ups on the board. I really like LeBron. Thomas Bryant, 5-3. I feel like his price is still a little bit too cheap. He should see 30-plus minutes if this game stays close. I do like Thomas Bryant. And then I like Lonnie Walker and Dennis Schroeder. And I like him even more if Russell Westbrook's out. Like These guys are going to be the next guys offensively to you know, score the ball, right? Besides LeBron, it's like, who else is going to score? It's going to be Lonnie and Dennis Schroeder, who both had a good game in a massive blowout last game. So... I like Lonnie. I like Schroeder. And then, yeah, if Westbrook, Reeves are both out, then we can maybe start considering guys like Pat Beverly, Troy Brown. Now, these are guys that, you know, they kind of need the minutes to be there, but they're cheap. Probably we'll see minutes. Maybe a guy like Kendrick Nunn becomes playable, play 20 minutes off the bench. But let's move on to Sacramento. Uh, basically, like everyone that's questionable on the slate is on my best ball team. Bonus. I had Porzingis miss tonight. Paul George we'll talk about. Um, who else? Nurkic on my best ball team. Um, literally every single player. So one season, one season, uh, Sabonis questionable. He's been absolutely smashing of late. If he plays, I like his ceiling a lot. He's also playing like 40 minutes a game. So really likes a bonus. If he plays, if he misses, I really don't know who they would go to at the five. They have Rashawn Holmes. They have met they have Kada. Like they have a lot of, they even have Alex. They have a lot of guys that can utilize here. So I would wait to see what the starting lineup is. Like, whoever starts at the five, I think would be a good value, but um, I don't know who they would go with at this point in time. Uh, Harrison Barnes uh, also is questionable. Um, if there's no Sabonis, I think De'Aaron Fox looks pretty good at 8-7. He would get a usage bump. And then, you know, just the other plays would look better if Sabonis is out. Herter, Monk, Keegan Murray all would look better. And then again, whoever starts at the five would be the guy that I do like a lot if Sabonis is out. Charlotte and the Clippers, Rozier doubtful. Lamella Ball, if he didn't get into massive foul trouble last game, he would have gone for like 70. Like, he missed the whole second quarter. Still in for 50 fancy points in 27 minutes. Like his ceiling. I think Kelly Oubre is playable in tournaments. He should see a lot of run um, in the starting lineup with Rozier out. Hayward, uh, 6-2. I think he's a fair play in the mid-range. I expect 30-plus minutes from him. The front court's fine with Plumlee and Washington. No standouts there. And then I'll mention Nick Richards. Like, Plumlee's dealt with some foul trouble. Richards, good point-per-minute guy, but... I think we'll probably have better value uh, tomorrow. Finally, the Clippers. So, Powell, Zubac, Reggie Jackson, Paul George status all up in the air. So, kind of hard to say right now. If they're all in, I think it's mainly just Paul George and Kawhi and Bucking, too. If they're all out, then I think Kawhi Leonard, 7-9, makes for a decent play. Went for 51 fancy points last game. If there's no Reggie Jackson, John Wall would be a solid play. Marcus Morris would look better. Terrence Mann would be playable. Nick Batum would be a viable value. But if they're all in, it's mainly just going to be the top-end guys. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap up the video. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'll try to get a prize picks video out for you guys tomorrow as well. Um, so appreciate it as always. And I'll see you in the next one.